It's the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels, and it's another riveting week of another brilliant broadcast, and uh, once again, dispelling the myths and the mist of misinformation. I don't know how much alliteration we can keep going with. Uh, but Okay, so the first thing is a whole bunch of uh, photographs across social media came out, and it was a whole smattering of Ukrainian security forces, and they've got all the badges all over them. And if you look very closely at one of the emblems on the security forces uh, patch, we see none other than the usual Nazi SS lightning bolts on it. And we see the name Galician, or uh, Galician, I, I guess that's how you pronounce it. Um, and it is basically, once again, from World War II, where you had a Ukrainian-based Nazi SS unit giving everybody a hard time. And if you go to the Wikipedia page, the Wikipedia page has been heavily edited to remove any of the atrocities associated with the Galician 14th Waffen Grenadier Division of the SS. Uh, what they say is, oh, well, the, the unit was actually led by a whole bunch of German SS police units. It wasn't the Ukrainians that committed the atrocities. It was the German police SS units that committed. The Ukrainians were just trying to fight and follow orders. No, no. It was an SS unit. It was part of a whole bunch of atrocities. They had a whole bunch of anti-partisan actions along the Austrian-Slovenian border towards the end of the war. And what do I mean by anti-partisans? Partisans were basically communist terrorists um, that had infiltrated the countryside towards the end of the war because uh, the Germans just didn't have enough manpower to control all of the rugged terrain in Eastern Europe, so mountains, uh, like, think of Greece, think of uh, Bosnia, Herzegovina, the, all of that mountainous terrain allows for a lot of hiding spots, and so a lot of communist partisans riddled the countryside, and so this anti-partisan duty that this unit was a part of it was extremely brutal stuff. You're talking about burning down villages, you're talking about uh, killing innocent people, so as always, once again, Chris Michaels is on the cutting edge of commentary, cutting through the bullshit, because, sorry, I'm not going to support SS units. I'm not going to support individuals that give Hitler salutes. I posted a video of a whole soccer stadium giving Heil Hitler salutes just for the crowd out there that believes that there aren't any Nazis in the Ukraine. Uh, and so please, spare me the nonsense on the Nazis. So the next big thing, speaking of Nazis, but closer to home, is Philadelphia. Philadelphia has decided that, oh, we need an indoor mask mandate. We're going to start it on April 18th because those COVID cases are rising again. If you pay attention to local New York news, they're already talking about how there's been a 200% increase in COVID cases. Once again, it's the same kind of tomfoolery when it comes to statistics because you can have 10 COVID cases 
and a 200% increase could mean that you've now got 30 COVID cases out of a city of 14 million. So, as always, they're only going to tell you proportions. They're not going to tell you actual data. Because if they did, you would look at them and say you're full of it. We don't want to hear it anymore. And that's exactly what Philadelphia is doing. Philadelphia Public Health came out on Twitter and said, due to increasing COVID-19 cases, the governor or the Philadelphia government, not governor, will move to level two. Mask precautions beginning today, and in order to provide a one-week education period for businesses, masks will be required in all indoor public spaces as of Monday, April 18th. So, now that everybody has been well-conditioned to accept these kinds of mandates, Nobody is going to put up any sincere resistance in these Democrat-run strongholds like New York City and Philadelphia, Detroit, L.A., San Diego, San Francisco. The list goes on. Name a Democrat mayor. You've got a whole bunch of spineless cucks that run around that place. And so Philadelphia is just the first domino to fall. So here's the thing. Level two is reached in Philadelphia when the city meets two of the following three criteria. Average new cases per day are less than 225. Hospitalizations are less than 100. Cases have increased by more than 50% in the previous 10 days. Okay, average new cases per day are 225. Hospitalizations are less than 100 hospitalizations, meaning positive COVID cases. I don't know how they really take care of that number anymore. They may have changed it due to the at-home testing kits. Uh, But anyway, hospitalizations are less than 100. So once again, now let's look at the real real data here. We're talking about 100 effing people in the hospital, okay? Philadelphia, the Philadelphia metro area, which includes the King of Prussia and Cherry Hill and Mount Laurel and probably Voorhees Township. If you've got 100 people in the hospital, out of 1.7—no, uh, wait, the current metro area polit- uh, uh, population of Philadelphia is 5.7, not 1.5.7 million people. A hundred people out of 5.7 million people in the hospital with COVID causes every one of those 5.7 million people to be forced to wear a mask in a public place. Once again, this is nonsense. And you're going to let them do it because you don't have a spine. Nobody has any genitalia anymore. Nobody knows what it's like to stick up for themselves, stick up for them fat for their families. Yeah, right. Stick up for them families. Stick up for their families. This is outrageous. Where is everybody? How come nobody is saying you've got a hundred people out of five point seven million people in the hospital? Who gives a flying function about those hundred people? We're not going to wear masks. We're not going to lock down this city. 100 people is not a big deal compared to a population of 5.7 million. Enough is enough. 
And Dr. Fauci is once again speaking out of both sides of his mouth. He's saying we just have to learn to live with it, but we may have to deal with some kind of new mask mandates. I doubt that it's not going to come. Dr. Fauci has said on the Sunday morning ABC show this week. Oh, God, what a, what a horrible, horrible lineup. So, uh, okay, at the in the Washington, D.C., now had a super spreader party town event. And Fauci has now explicitly thrown in the towel, according to ABC's This Week. And some people will just have to understand and cope with the, uh, the risk of COVID. Um, just like they coped with the risk of flu, a cold, and any other kind of uh, virus, illness, disease for the past, I don't know, thousands and thousands of years. If you're sick, you stay home and get better. And if you find yourself not getting better, then maybe you should go to the doctor. That's it. That's it. You're never going to have zero COVID. Stop chasing the dream. It will never happen. But it's never about COVID. It's about compliance. This is not going to be eradicated and it's not going to be eliminated, Dr. Fraudster said to Jonathan Carl. What's going to be uh, happening is that we're going to see that each individual is going to have to make their calculation of the amount of risk that they want to take in going to indoor dinners and going to functions. Um, guess what? I'm just going to ignore you. I'm going to continue to live my life and uh, move along, moving right along, because Dr. Fauci would love nothing more than a Shanghai-style lockdown in the United States where they round up your pets and kill them in the streets. Yes, you can find videos of that because they supposedly had a huge COVID outbreak and the government authorities are beating people up in the streets. You haven't seen those videos on the mainstream media. Rounding people up, beating them up. They're curled up in fetal positions on the ground, capturing people's dogs, putting them into bags and beating them to death. So now, once again, I am not going to abide by the COVID hysteria, and I certainly, being a dog lover and cat tolerator, uh, I would never even fathom the idea of some grotesque hyperventilative behavior, like rounding up pets and killing them. It's just absolutely disgusting, reprehensible, bottom-dwelling behavior. Uh, that we just can't tolerate anymore. So, speaking of bottom-dwelling behavior that we shouldn't tolerate anymore, I feel like a newsman going through these stories. I, it's gone from a podcast to a roundup of stories, uh, which I promise to get away from. I have to learn to stick to one story. I can't bounce around like this. But that's what happens when you don't get show prep. Uh, oh, that's right. Here we go. Uh, chemical weapons. Oh, now we're talking about chemical weapons. And this is in the Express... .co.uk. Chemical weapons horror as Putin drops poisonous substance on the city. People suffering. Oh, my gosh. Here we go again. Russian forces have dropped a poisonous substance of unknown origin from a drone on military and civilian targets in the besieged port city of Mariupol, according to the city's Azov battalion. Azov is a bunch of Nazis. They give each other Heil Hitler salutes. Also, if you remember my podcast from a couple of weeks ago, we had the Ukrainian regime 
run by Western-backed Nazis requesting drones that are able to aerosolize or spray aerosols across a population. They were requesting those drones from the Turkish government. They did not get those drones, but it seems like, at the time they requested it, but it seems like somebody has given these Nazis drones that allow themselves to spread aerosolized diseases and substances across population centers. So when I see something like this, it has this claim has not been substantiated. There is zero evidence from this area and for this claim other than the Azov Battalion's cl- uh, statement, which is run by Nazis, which have lied about everything, which have committed war crimes. You can find plenty of uh, social media videos and uh, pictures of the Azov Battalion committing war crimes, dragging dragging people out of morgues, throwing them into cellars to claim that the Russians have committed war crimes and shot a whole bunch of people in cellars. It, it's, it's just disgusting, idiotic behavior, and the Western media just laps it up because they want you to be against the Russians. People are reportedly suffering respiratory failure and neurological problems as a result. Almost sounds like they sprayed them with the COVID-19 mRNA gene therapy inoculations. The regiment's reports states the victims have respiratory failure, vestipulo, adelaide, whatever bullshit sim- syndrome that is. And uh, they, okay, so they make a whole bunch of claims. None of it is backed up. And the express.co.uk is just running with some asinine claim. And uh, they're not going to do any sort of investigation, just like they never do. It's just all this propaganda and idiocy. And, uh, and nobody ever, ever, ever tries to vet these claims because if they did they wouldn't have a leg to stand on they wouldn't have a leg to stand on and this came out uh i think it was a couple of weeks ago uh i think it was two weeks ago but ron paul the only candidate i've ever donated to in my uh political semi-political hack career ron paul uh, CIA admits feeding Americans false information about Ukraine. Everything you're hearing about the Ukraine situation, the U- Ukraine war, uh, is pretty much a lie if you're listening to any sort of mainstream Western media. Ask yourself this question. The, the, the Russians, they go into the Ukraine. They're outnumbered three to one. About 60,000 troops entered the Ukraine on the Russian side and was it 60 or 30? I think the Ukrainian side, the military, is about 100,000. So it's probably 30 to 40,000. So they're outnumbered almost three to one, the Russians. They go around and they strategically target all of these bio labs. By the way, by the way, does everybody remember the South Ossetia thing back in 2008? South Ossetia, little, little country, little, little territory on the southern border of Russia, also borders Georgia, around Azerbaijan and northern Iraq, all that. Russia went in there for the same reasons. They went in there to disable all of these Western-backed biolabs, weapons of mass destruction, biochemical weapons of mass destruction that the United States is funding. There, I said it. And now Russia does the same thing in the Ukraine. The, the, there's no other way to look at it. That's what they did. 
And so think of it this way. All this, oh, the Russian military is terrible. They, they, they haven't even put in more than a third uh, that, that, that could be immediately available, never mind what's totally available. They're using, if you look at the tanks that the Russians sent into the Ukraine, it's so antiquated. They're not even using the most up-to-date tanks. They haven't put in their cutting-edge technology. Maybe not cutting-edge, but they haven't put in their latest tanks. They haven't put in or used their latest military material. They haven't put in elite military units consisting of guard units. That's the name of the, the, the elite over there, just like the Germans had the SS the Russians had the guards units. So they haven't even put those into the Ukraine. So for everybody out there that say, oh, the Ukraine is beating up the Russians, the Russians, are they're, they're quote-unquote fighting the Ukraine with both hands tied behind their back. And uh, here's another thing. Oh, we beat back the Russians. We beat back the Russians. Did you? They went in. They, they went after the biolabs, and then they retreated. No, they went in there, they got the information that they needed, destroyed whatever it is that they had to destroy, and then left. You didn't fight them back. You didn't make them retreat. I mean, using technology and tanks that are decades old, I mean, stop it. Stop it. It's nonsense. It's rhetoric. It is propaganda. So Ron Paul says about the same thing. The response to the rise of the independent media voices has been a rush to cancel them. And he's right. He was one of the first people to be canceled, Ron Paul. NBC News reporting that the U.S. intelligence community is knowingly feeding information it does not believe to be accurate to the U.S. mainstream media for the American audience to consume. In other words, the U.S. deep state admits to being actively engaged in lying to the American people in the hopes that it can manipulate public opinion. And according to the NBC News article, multiple U.S. officials acknowledge that the United States has used information as a weapon, even when confidence in the accuracy of the information wasn't high. In other words, they had no idea if the claim was true, and more than likely, it was a lie. And just like uh, just like the Nazis talking about uh, Russians spraying aerosolized stuff. Uh, sometimes, Ron Paul continues, it has used low-confidence intelligence for a deterrent effect. In other words, they just throw out lies and the mainstream media runs with it. Readers will re recall that shocking headlines that Russia was prepared to use chemical weapons in the Ukraine, that China would be providing military equipment to Russia, that Russian Putin... Uh, President Putin was being fed misinformation by his advisors and more. All of these were churned out by the CIA to be repeated in the media, even though they knew it was false. It was all about, as one intelligence officer said in the article, trying to get inside Putin's head. That may have been the goal, Ron Paul says, but the CIA actually did get inside America's head with false information meant to shape public opinion. They lied to propagandize us in favor of the Biden administration's narrative. And he's absolutely right. Think about everything. Think about Russiagate. That was all a lie. Think about Ukrainegate under Trump. A lie. Think about, oh, the Hunter Biden laptop was fake. A lie. Oh, Hunter Biden uh, didn't have anything to do with it. Oh, uh, do with uh, bribery and all of these scandals that everyone is going to hear about. A lie. And then it turned into, well, Joe Biden had nothing to do with Hunter Biden. A lie. 
It's all a lie. Enough is enough. These mainstream media outlets do nothing but cover for the power elite. They will do everything in their power to make sure that the real information does not come out. Because if it did, we would be looking at a completely different political environment. And that's what's really going on here. That's what's really going on here. And Russia is at the Spears point. The Ukraine war, according to Foreign Minister Lavrov of Russia, he said it outright. Our special military operation is meant to put an end to the unabashed expansion of NATO and the unabashed drive towards full domination by the United States and its Western subjects on the world stage. The mainstream media is trying to make sure that you believe what these psychopaths in Washington, D.C., in NATO, in the World Economic Forum for a complete domination of the world. Look at all the NATO bases that surround Russia, Iran, North Korea, China, that you do not question the narrative, because if you do, you should be canceled. Maybe, just maybe, the world could get along with one another through trade. Maybe they can get along with their differences. Now, here's the big, big issue that we're going to have regardless of who wins this, whether it's Russia slash China slash India versus the United States and NATO or otherwise. It just looks like what kind of dictatorial system you want to live under. Do you want to live under a system like the West, where you have to get your inoculations, where you're constantly lied to? Or do you want to live under a situation like you see in Shanghai and China, where you're just rounded up and shipped off to COVID camps because that's the policy, where your pets are killed in the streets? Because that's the policy, where you have a social credit score, which ultimately the West wants too. So it's two arms of the same beast. Regardless, we're all humans. Well, maybe, maybe not, depending upon your legal definition of what mRNA gene therapy platform inoculations are all about. COVID shots. But the point is, we're all free, we're all humans, and we have to start fighting against this kind of absolute disgusting behavior it's gonna be it for me last call podcast chris michaels last call caravan oh i made it on to truth social um i just got the email a few minutes ago so uh i'm on there i'm going to say icky things i'm going to be tweaking nipples uh and uh i'm going to be talking about more stuff over there so i have to figure out what that's all about i have to get in there but you can find me there instagram uh twitter and Truth Social at The Last Call Caravan. Until then, as always, like me, share me, follow me, etc., so on and so forth.